they released this satellite image, which really gives you a sense of just how physically large uh, this storm is. As of Monday afternoon, as of this afternoon, Irma stretched from Florida, like up to the Great Lakes. Millions of Floridians evacuated in the days before Irma hit, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, evacuation in U.S. history. Tonight, tons of people, understandably, are eager to get back home. Uh, whether or not you can get home depends on where you are, though. Jacksonville, Florida, is virtually paralyzed by what are being called the worst floods there in 100 years. Dozens of people had to be rescued today and yesterday in Jacksonville. Jacksonville mayor is telling people to hang a white flag outside their home if they need help. After some of the Florida Keys took a direct hit from the storm at its strongest, officials say 10,000 people who rode out the storm in the Keys might now need to be evacuated now that the storm is over. Uh, there's real concern about the stretch of islands uh, west of Key Largo. Rescuers are apparently having trouble reaching some places in that area. The main airport in Key West is still closed. Getting there by boat is still too dangerous. And parts of that road connecting the Keys to the mainland, parts of U.S. Highway 1, are still very much underwater. Uh, so how are they going to get those folks out of there? More than 6 million people in Florida have no power. Officials are warning it could take weeks, weeks before power is fully restored. And there continue to be gas shortages across Florida. The governor has reinstated police escorts for fuel tankers to try to alleviate the problem. Uh, but these are a lot of problems that not only exist right now concomitantly, they are going to complicate each other. Massive flooding, blocked roads, no power, and in some cases, no gas. Uh, for a lot of people in Florida tonight, there is still relief that the storm wasn't as bad as it might have been, but real threat and anxiety and risk about what it's left in its wake. What is up? This is the Get Up podcast. Uh, we're actually all here at PVH Studios. Go ahead, guys, and say what up. What up? Hey, what's going on? Now, uh, we're here again, as we said, at PVA Studios here in Harlem, New York. Harlem. Again, this is great that we're actually all um, all in the studio. So we just heard, of course, that clip, uh, and that actually was from um, my liberal media, <laughs> East Jesus, G East Jesus, North Jesus. <laughs> Northern Jesus. Northern Jesus media. <laughs> The Rachel Maddow show. But um, you heard exactly, you know, what she was saying after this storm, Harvey. Um, let's all, of course, uh, have Florida and Texas uh, in our prayers uh, because everything that's going on. Don't forget to, as we said in our last podcast, um, that we should be uh, we should watch out. Should I say we should watch out for those fake charity um, those fake charities that are going on. Uh, make sure that you know and you vet out the charity that you, of course, want to uh, want to contribute to in regards to giving back to um, the Hurricane Harvey and Irma. Sorry, and I said Hurricane. I was talking about Hurricane Irma right. that just went through Florida. Sorry, there's so many. There's so many the of them. Hurricanes are just running. There's a just hurricane just running. A tr exactly. Is this somebody was saying this was the apocalypse? Mother Earth. <laughs> would you agree, Pharaoh, that Mother Earth is actually over here? Like, fuck you guys. Like, she, I mean, no, she heard what Donald Trump said. And she said, fuck you guys. Hurricanes are, are happening, but, you know, there's too much water in the air. So, you know, as icebergs melt, there's going to be more moisture for more intense storms. So, I mean, like, one of the things Stop I was saying. Stop praying, maybe vote. Yeah, you know, I, wrote a, I wrote a whole article about that. But I'm like, one thing I think is funny is everybody's like, oh, you know, we got to think about either the earth or the economy. And I'm like, the earth isn't going anywhere. The earth is here billions of years before we're here. It's yep. going to be here after. It's our place on it. That's the concern. Yep. And right now, people in Florida and the Florida Keys are understanding that, you know, the Florida Keys are going to be there. They might not be on that place. So I think that's kind of the conversation shift that needs to happen. Like, are we going to be able to survive on this planet or in these places that we built whole cities in? Because right now, it's looking kind of scarce. Exactly. And um, I don't know if you guys heard beforehand, um, but... Um what was going on actually at Harvey was that, or what they said about Houston actually, was that um, the developers built into land that they weren't supposed to build into, but just because Houston was you know, an expanding uh, city and a growing city, that they were... You know, they just went through and built um, homes in the flood areas where basically... Basically, a southern state didn't uphold the laws that would have 
prevented it from making money and decided to make money over protecting its citizens. It's not even like they didn't uphold laws. It's more like they have no zoning laws out in Houston. Like that too. Yeah, they, they're like Lack of build. Laws. Yeah, they're like build wherever you feel the like conservative building. Conservative special. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the government tell you you can't build in the flood zone. So there were. So there are homes actually that had to that weren't flooded. Actually, this was on Vice all over the place. You can you know on YouTube. But there were homes that weren't flooded because of. And we're going back to Harvey, the first storm. Um, that I uh, that hit Houston, but um, there were homes that were in um, that weren't flooded and were in areas that weren't flooded, but had to um, actually were you know were forced to be flooded uh, because as we were saying the uh, dams just couldn't hold the water from what we were talking about in our last podcast from from Harvey but now you have Irma and of course we know that houses that are being built in fucking swamp zones and shit like that you know so um, they were, so basically this this particular storm Irma was a bitch man she went um, of course everybody already knew but and heard most likely but it was supposed to you know directly hit on the east coast um, or southeast coast of Florida, so it's supposed to hit like Fort Lauderdale, Miami. But the European model, of course, is most like the the most accurate model. I actually learned some shit about forecasting, <laughs> watching this shit. And granted, like after a, a time of just like watching the same shit that they're saying and seeing the devastation and seeing like you were just like fuck, man, I need to stop watching this. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no. So uh, <laughs> so um, it hit to it hit the west on the west side or the southwest side of. Uh, Florida and hit directly at the Keys. And there were people who are, and as, as you heard, uh, Rachel Maddow was saying that there are ten, about 10,000 people that are still there that were told to leave, but either didn't leave because I was hearing stories, and I don't even know this if this is fake news and if you guys heard about this, but apparently people were staying because they're pets. Um, they didn't want, they didn't have any, you know, they, they didn't have anywhere <laughs> way to Dumb. put their plate, their pets, their plate. My their pets, pets are part of the family. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, I don't have a pet. It. That's why I'm just not but I'm like I'm sorry like my life is more than my pets but I mean I'm not I'm you know I, well, I don't have a pet that's why I don't understand exactly underwater. and then some um, some didn't want to leave their boats uh, so they what? actually went out I heard and like they were saying they're gonna brave it brave it um, on their boats from what I heard this guy that I play basketball with he actually heard that I don't, and as I said I don't know if this is fake news or not so I, I need to see that that's yeah. a new level of dumb yeah like, that's I'm what gonna, there exactly. were people <laughs> surfing as the hurricane was hitting. Shit. It's Florida. They gave us the last two dumb presidents back to back. <laughs> Are we serious? Y'all uh, acting shocked. Like, don't get me wrong, they're going through this de- devastation. But these are Floridians. Yes. Intelligence is not their strong suit. Oh, my goodness. A Florida man. Shit, man. (laughs) Shit. Uh, If we have any listeners that are from Florida. Fuck your feelings. (laughs) And uh, Pharaoh's not feeling too good today anyways because, you know, everybody's actually coming down with, I mean, we're over here talking about um, uh, these hurricanes and people coming down with, you know, and not feeling good and shit like that. So this is just like the last week or two of just like people getting sick, fucking... Hurricanes, hurricanes fucking up people's lives, like, and that's something that's a, that's an that's an act of mother nature. You you, you can't do anything but the t- but to take the L yeah, on that. Dude. You're uh, just like shit. Like we just got a brace and our shit's about to be fucked up. Fast. Two interesting stories I heard. So one was about how so you know like the original forecast was predicting it was going to come through like Miami and head up the whole east coast of Florida, the southeast. Yep, yep. So a lot of people evacuated Miami and went to Tampa on the other side, feeling that Not they were knowing. going to be get, able to get away. And then when the storm whipped around and hit them, they had nowhere else to that. Like, what am I supposed to do? Go Head back, back out? Like, <laughs> no, go whatever. Back. It's almost no. like the storm was chasing somebody. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's Who what they were running. saying. Like, it's after one particular person, and but it was like everybody else in yep, the, like, yep. path. Because that's what one of the girls said. She was like, when it was coming towards Tampa, they were like, oh, are you going to go up north? And she was like, for what? That's where the storm's going. It's going to chase us Didn't all throughout. Georgia? Yeah. yeah. It's going yeah, through. so it went. It's going through um, Georgia right now. It's still um, down it's, there, fucking shit up. Yeah, it's still going. It's yeah, still, still going strong. Um, my actual. Um, Is it headed that way? No, 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 no. So it's um, it's going over into like Tennessee, right now. 
Tennessee and Kentucky. That's yeah. the mainland, though. Yeah. So it's, and it's just going to dissipate there. You and I, it, I like that. Um, I like the like forecasting like maps and shit, and just seeing the hurricane because you can just see like it's going. It's just basically one of those things where it's almost like a tornado, and it's going, it's going, and then that shit just dissipates. Like that's what it's go. That's what it's doing right now. If you see any uh, particular pictures. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so. It was, and it was a category. So it. So basically, it, it started. Look huge it started on. Um, I think one of the international space stations were taking pictures. Of yes. The storm, yeah. And it did look like crazy. That massive. shit was massive. Like, dang. Yeah. Massive. It broke like all kinds of records. Another. I think it was what the size. The eye was the size of Ohio. They were I, saying the eye of the storm <laughs> was the size of Ohio. I mean, just that it was as strong as it was for as long. As long. Like, most Category 4s are only, like, a couple of days. And that one was rocking Category 4 for, like, 10 days. For a minute. And like, I feel so bad for Cuba. Yeah. That, the Category 4, that shit was just, like, sitting at the north end of that it shit. Like fucking Cuba. It was for fucking like for days. a minute. I was, like, that's what I was saying. That I was, like, 24 to 36 I'm hours. Like, it's been on its way to Florida for two days now, guys. Yeah. It's like, where is it at? It was like, oh, it's going to go east. And then it's gonna, it went west. And it's. I was like, damn, I feel nah, bad for it that. Had a little, it had a little fun time in Havana. <laughs> yeah, and all of the um, the Caribbeans, like our Barbuda, they did, said that shit is like un, uninhabitable right now, huh? Or inhabitable? Islands? Yeah, it fucked up Barbuda, um, Antigua. That shit, all of them is fucked up right now. Damn. Puerto Rico, that shit was fucking up Puerto Rico for a little bit, but not now like they can really not like Cuba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like one of the crazy and the U.S. Virgin Islands too was like it started in the tropical. Atlantic, yeah. where you usually don't get storms like this because the water is cooler. So usually you get like a lot, you know, they have hurricanes, but maybe like a Category 2 or Category yeah. 1 or something like that. When you this get these shit. Category 4 or Category 5s, they come out of the Gulf because the Gulf is really hot, really warm, really moist. So now, like, when you talk about global warming, they're like, oh, you don't know if it came from that. Like, yeah, Category 4s don't come from, like, these things are coming out of, like, the, you know, Arctic Circle now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> did you guys, like, did you guys like, hear about uh, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh Who apparently was saying that dumb shit. storms. Oh, it's it, it, they actually have names. Like they all have, like of they course they have names, but they all have names, like like death dealers. But these no, these are like these are like picked already. <laughs> the flood master. These these they are need picked to go already. Back to that list because yeah. that list sucks. They're they're picked already. But I don't know if you guys heard about Rush Limbaugh in regards to talking about uh, global warming and so forth. And he was like, oh, Hurricane Irma is uh, is fake news and blah blah blah. But that motherfucker Evacu- evacuated Florida <laughs> just ass. like the rest of them. Like. <laughs> Conspiracy exactly. Too. But I'm gonna <coughs> just drive on out just in case. Just in case. Dumb, bro. Yeah. Just just in case that uh th- that happened. But uh yeah. So again, our prayers are out to um the um victims of Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma. Um Hurricane Irma just hitting uh, and tearing up Florida and the uh, Virgin Islands um this past week. Um so uh, all of our um prayers out to them. And as again, make sure that you are donating. Make sure, of course, you know and you are vetting out the uh, correct uh, charities that you are um, donating to. Um, so also, I wanted to um, actually go ahead and talk about, because, I mean, it just recently started, um, football. <laughs> are you ready for some football? <laughs> not the Jets. We're laughing. The Jets are not ready. We're laughing here because uh, we, of course, had this podcast before about about not watching and... And Please. and yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna go. So of course, football season did start on uh, on Thursday on this past Thursday. Actually, yeah, past Thursday. Apparently, they were saying that the views were low on Thursday, but uh, skyrocketed on back uh, back on Sunday. So um, yeah, that's just gonna be a continuing um, issue. And who knows if Colin Kaepernick is uh, is gonna actually? I don't think get he hired. is. I think it's over. I think it's over. For yeah, him. I think I think that is at least too. for like a season until like somebody really figures out like, all right, it's kind of died down or whatever. They need a quarterback. Their quarterback sucks. I think like Andy Dalton's QBR was like point eight. So like when you have quarterbacks like that on your teams, you're like maybe maybe you know he can he can sit down whenever he feels like as long as he can throw the ball. As long as he can throw the ball, and then um, okay, and then of course we're talking about Colin Kaepernick, and um, there are some outspoken you know. 
you know, other people, should I say, that we wouldn't, you know, expect um, to uh, go ahead and be outspoken against Colin Kaepernick. Especially, and the reason why I say that is because you would think that um, black men would um, that would all be united on the same front, and not just black men, but everybody united on um, united on the same front. So apparently, what happened last week was uh, Ray Lewis um, came out and said on. Um, on uh, Fox Sports, I want to say that uh, the reason why Colin Kaepernick was not uh, hired uh, to the Ravens specifically uh, is because of what his girlfriend Nessa uh, tweeted out, uh, you know, in, re- in response to him not, you know, being picked up or whatever the case may be. So in Who this segment, the huh? Who was the tweet? Um, the, I, actually, I don't even have. It. I'm gonna have to pull that. Pull that. It was up. like, do you know the the um, what is that movie? Um, but Jamie Foxx and he's like the slave, the Django, Django, the Django, like Django, Django. It was like, you know, like the that um that meme everybody had that meme everybody has of like Samuel Jackson, oh hugging the, Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, it was like that, but it was with, with Ray, like, Lewis Ray Lewis behind him after I think when they won the championship. Yeah, or whatever yeah, it was something like that where it was like you know that kind of vibe or whatever, and um they were not feeling it. So apparently, oh, so they um, had a personal beef. Who Ray Lewis? And this girlfriend. Uh, no, so uh, apparently, um, I think Nessa was calling out um, Ray Lewis in regards to his comments that uh, more or less not on the side of like Colin Kaepernick and and, and saying or being as they say the the uh, how do you want? It? I don't you know, I, slaves. I don't want, this whole shit is there slaves. You go. That's exactly. Fucking, I mean, I don't want to say it, but to I was like explain. Oh, one half of the plantation is mad at the plantation that works in the house, and this side's not oh, coming out to support gracious. them checking the car. It's too much, bro. Oh, goodness gracious. Slave on slave shit. So I wanted to call this segment, of course, the Uncle Ruckus um, segment um, from uh, the Boondocks. And for those um, who, do, who do not know um, of the Boondocks and um, Uncle Ruckus, uh, he, of course, is the Samuel L. Jackson um, <laughs> um, Samuel Jackson's character um, in uh, in Django. So, of course, I'm going to go ahead here and just play a clip. <laughs> this is going to be so great of um, of our man Uncle Ruckus off the Boondocks. And of course, this is a classic because everybody who doesn't like the Boondocks, who does not like the Boondocks, Pharaoh, S. Dot, who no, doesn't like that? Is hot. Load the boot nuts. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> I wake up at a quarter of five in the a.m. every morning. That's about 12 hours before most niggas wake up. <laughs> I am a very spiritual person. I start each day by thanking the white man for the sunrise, for the land I walk on, for the air I breathe. I also apologize for niggas, but Lord knows they ain't gonna apologize for themselves. I am not black, nor do I consider myself to be black. Many people mistake me for being Negro because they don't know that I am currently living with the heartbreak of revitiligo. That's a skin condition that's the opposite of what Michael Jackson's got. Every morning I apply this topical ointment made of bleach and sulfur. I like to think it works. Luckily, I hadn't gotten much darker in the last few years. As you can see here, I enjoy building small shrines to certain special white people who are important in my life. This one here is dedicated to John Wayne, great white man. Didn't take no shit from niggers, Indians, nor Mexicans. And this one here is for George Bush the first. Loved him. All right, so yes, that was the uh, Uncle Ruckus uh, segment that I, of course, want to go ahead and give an Uncle Ruckus to uh, Ray Lewis. And I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Jason Whitlock on FS1 apparently was uh, somehow mocking Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, and, and, and mocking, I don't know, the, the struggle, of course, that he was fighting for. And I was reading this um, article, um, and I want to say it was on Vice or something, and it was basically saying that, um, or actually, I think it was like another, um, may have been like a black publication. Um, and it was like Jason Whitlock, like, yeah, you may not like agree with, uh, I don't know the way that Colin Kaepernick may have gone about doing this, you know, about, you know, about protesting, but like at you as a black man, you're going to mock the black power movement, you know, and, and of course everything that that stood for and what now it's, and what Colin Kaepernick is trying to stand for. Like, how are you I mean, black people killed the black power movement too? 
Get Magazine, they took they actively, actively yeah. reprogrammed the black mindset to move away from the afros and back to that straight perm hair shit. I just think so, you know. Jason years. Whitlock is a clown. Um, if you like, he had that whole. He was basically manning the whole ESPN, the undefeated channel that they had, which was supposed to be like this, um, this channel for like black writers to write these like big kind of thought provoking pieces and they put him in charge of it and he basically just destroyed the whole thing from inside to the point where like how did it, he like destroy it like was it like he, he was just such like a psycho manager like he has this whole thing called like the jason whitlock playbook that he was giving out to everybody where they had to follow all of these specific rules and he was doing all this editorial stuff where he would like at it, it's really like i'll I'll put the I'll put the the article about it up on our Facebook page, but it's such an interesting read on how like he is solely kind of responsible for destroying that legacy programming that they were going to have on ESPN that was going to be devoted to black news and black thought on sports and on just some news politics in general. I'm wondering if that's um I mean that's that's sad that they couldn't like bring that back, you know? Like it, just like a new show type of thing where it's like even like Hip Hop Squares apparently that was a a show from back in the day that of course now that they are uh re, you know, invigorating so to speak and putting life into. So I'm I'm wondering if they could, you know, do the same thing and and put life back into that. Well, probably that show. Part of the problem is that that nobody really knows how to perfect that model. So if you look at like MTV, MTV tried to do that for just like a general audience where they were going to have these like long, like long form journalism where people are going to do these big like research pieces and have this big like, um, you know, I don't know, this network that's going to be like dedicated to that, that failed. It tried it on ESPN. Every time they tried it, even when they tried it with a white audience, it failed. So that model just isn't really that great, but they were going to do it for like this black audience and... Well, the model isn't that good. Jason Whitlock totally killed it on his own. Yeah, no, um, he definitely did. So he, it's, yeah. it's kind of an interesting kill that. story. Uh, so, uh, so those are so those are the the new segment, should I say, the Uncle Ruckus uh, segment here that that we're giving to uh, uh, those. Uh, th- that, also, know, just one more thing: the Django's um, of the bunch. Ray Uncle Lewis Ruckus. is like convicted of murder. Exactly, so, that's another thing. Uh, the, like really? whatever he says, he's over here trying to act like he never, he never fucking had a charge against him where he could have been in in jail for yeah twenty five yeah. so, to life. Yeah, the, but he's st- also playing right now, right? St- no, he retired a long time ago. But like, and aren't he you retired, from Baltimore? It's not like they kicked him off the team. Like, yeah, he's you know, retired. Like exactly. he was cool with the murder. You know what was the Ed Hardy like smacking this girl around the room and stuff like that? Like yeah, like he's on the team. Yeah. So you exactly. know, when these people are like, oh, the tweet, oh, the you know, the man, like really, yeah. really, that's the problem. Did you guys, um, did you guys hear in regards to that? Oh, really? But uh, you, that cop saying that they only kill black people. Yeah, that apparently he was. Uh, but I'm wondering, what do you think that he was being? I mean, granted, no, no, it doesn't no, even matter how the fuck over, he was going to be. Pulled over a white woman. Yeah, and she was freaking out because she said, oh, "I seen on the news." Talking the, the mic, talking the mic. I yeah. seen on the news that the cops is out here killing folks. Yeah, because she didn't want to like, give him his her insurance card or some shit like that. She was just some scared sort of in general. Like yeah. apparently, she was just acting skittish in general. Yeah. So the cop responds to her, "Oh, well, we only shoot uh black people." You know this, yeah, and that's how. But yeah, while he's on recording, exactly. Well, why he's why he's uh, of course on the dash he's cam. A police lieutenant, and this is in Georgia. And um, so he got um, he's of course suspended with pay right now as they investigate, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, also there was um, there was that other story that uh, that happened I think with a cop. Here it uh, is, direct quote. Talking to the mic or, or fix your mic, fix your mic, guys. Yeah. But you're not black. Remember, we only shoot black people, yeah? We only kill black people, right? That Damn. was his response. Yeah. It sounds like he was almost trying to be, like, sarcastic. That's what I was wondering. But granted, it's a dumb thing to say because that's, he was, he was that's that. <laughs> he probably was. Like, he probably was as a cop. There was, um, there was another one uh, that I actually um, I'm going to put actually on our Facebook and most likely also on our Instagram. Don't forget, go follow our Instagram, uh, the Get Up Podcast, all one word. Um, but yes, yeah, so there's another one where a guy is in his car and he uh, re- is recording, and apparently the cop just pulled him over because I think it was a, a tail light, something minute, and he had his gun drawn. So the it was a black guy, and he uh, you know was. T- 
like telling the cop off like I have a daughter and you're over here um coming to the coming to my window with your gun drawn as if I'm a common as if I'm like a criminal or if I killed somebody he's like you're pulling me over for a small thing and he's like cursing at the, at, the, at the cop and I mean for you know for uh, right reason actually I saw it um it was a tweet that um uh joy um she had on msnbc do you guys know her mm. joy well, reed yeah, thank yeah. you yeah oh. i had her um she actually retweeted something and i and um but i'm gonna put it of course on our um on our facebook and our instagram so you guys can see it so that's actually another thing that's uh that's really crazy um but also in politics this week this is i don't know of course if we have listeners everywhere but Make sure that you pay attention to your local elections. Um, New York right now is uh, is going through their primaries, so of course the primaries are, are where you are, um, of course, selecting those legislators and so forth that um, will be on the ballot in November. Um, so I, of course, voted. <laughs> I don't know if I could say the same for my colleagues and brother, my brethren here. Uh, you know. What were your excuses again, gentlemen? It's not very brotherly to throw us under the bus. No, fuck that. <laughs> we got to do each, all the, the no. unities. Each dude, one, teach movement. one, motherfucker. Each one, teach one. Do that shit right up the <laughs> <I> know, right? <laughs> so you can be bougie and make a superior yeah. bill. Give a sticker, bitch. I didn't get one. Because you didn't vote. I did. I made sure. I made sure to put it on Snapchat. <laughs> I made sure to put that shit on Snapchat. So again, don't forget um, this. Of course, is New York uh, the New York primary. So um, actually, just in regards to uh, politics, um, not much, of course, has happened because of uh, Harvey and the devastation that was going on with Harvey, Harvey and Irma. Um, but let's talk about this Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi uh, thing here, uh, meeting with Donald Trump. Like, what was that all about, Estat? Oh, um, so. Basically, right now, what they want to do is they want to raise the debt ceiling. So what they thought they could do was they could attach it to a bill that provided Hurricane Harvey relief, figuring that nobody's going to vote against a bill for hurricane relief. So they go into this meeting, and they need Democrats to pass this because there are still a bunch of Republicans in the Freedom Caucus who will vote against it. So you need you need Democrats to pass this. So they were going to start the negotiations. So, you know, Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell go into the room and they go, oh, yeah, we want to pass it for, you know, um, I think it was something like 12, yeah, like 12 months. Um, they wanted to push it to the end of the midterm election so they wouldn't have to deal with this stupid issue again. And Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi say, no, we're not going to do that. They're like, okay, six months. Nancy Pelosi, no. Okay, three months. They're like, yeah, yeah, we can do three months. Trump goes, yes, deal. Then Ivanka rocks in the room <laughs> and starts talking about like some like child, child protection, tax. yeah, child tax room. <laughs> and Trump goes on the tangent and it's over. And like Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell are like, what the fuck just happened? Hold on, I'm like, like confused right now with what just happened because I'm just like, hold on. I think so Nancy Pelosi said they had New York talk. Right? It wasn't even like New York talk. It was like. They had, like, the opening... You know, like, when you're negotiating with somebody, right? Okay. You have, like, an extreme stance. Yeah. So you're, like, you know, like, you're... You're negotiating with your job, and they're like, "Oh, how much money do you want?" You're like, "Yeah, I want a hundred thousand." They're like, "You're not gonna yeah, get that." Yeah, you're not getting that. And then you know you negotiate down. Well, like imagine if you said that to your your um job, and they were like, "Yeah, good idea," and it's like left it at that. You'd be oh, like, "Oh shit!" Like, wait, what happened? Yeah. Like that was just my opening bid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I the opening bid was six months though. No, the Democrats' opening bid was three months. Oh, okay. The Republican one was like twelve, and you know you're supposed to they're supposed to work it to six. Like that was probably going to be like the end game right there. But oh. yeah, no, they just took it, and now it sets them up for just like, this big battle in the middle of December where they're going to need Democratic votes, and Democrats are going to basically like in December is going to be like Chuck Schumer is going to be like the Speaker of the. Um, is going to be like the the head of the Senate. Like yeah, he definitely they is. need him to pass it cuz they're going to be Republicans who don't do it and they're going to have to make those concessions. So, it was like do a crazy they have to. Can't they just do what they've been doing? Nothing. I mean, <laughs> I like, mean at this point in time, I, I don't in think delay. You have to raise that's the what's debt. Gonna happen in December. Yeah, they have to raise nothing. the debt ceiling. No, they have to raise in the delay. debt. I mean, we keep ceiling. raising it. Yeah, we do. So, that's what's going to happen in December. Nothing. A raise in a delay. No, well, they can say, like, they're not going to raise it unless you do, like, DACA or, like, you, um, you know, what is, 
like some of the other priorities or like you know like you pass well right now it's just ta- it's tax Change reform priorities. it's tax reform raise the debt ceiling i mean i mean they still haven't passed they have i mean they really haven't passed anything they wasn't passing anything when obama was around <laughs> no, I thought. I mean, at least they had something. No, this has been the. At least they. At least we had the Affordable Care Act. That well, was Obama's first term when he had a supermajority of all Democrats yeah, in all three they, houses. Hey, but since. But then, now they have a super. Don't they have a majority right now in the House? No, but they don't. They don't have a supermajority. No, okay. hate each other. That's a. Key. Well, right now they do hate each other. This shit is yeah. like. Yeah, I forgot who. Um, actually, we're talking about Republicans and everything now. Fucking that Steve Bannon interview though. This motherfucker was like, yeah, no, the Republicans are, like, we have our shit, they have their shit, like, I don't know, what, what are the key takeaways, like, fair or Estot, that you he actually guys got from Steve Bannon? FBI Director Comey. Yeah, was the, the biggest, biggest mistake. Political mistake. Mistake, mistake in, in modern in history. Modern history, exactly. That Talk closer really quick. Talk I said closer. that was not only deep, but very honest. It's very true. Yeah. Right next to Bush. And he and he blamed like openly blamed like Bush and he was like all of them are t- you know I think he was talking about like fake news and yeah. shit like that or whatever yeah. the case is but he was calling out the Bushes and how their uh, their years went which was I don't know to shit of course I mean I mean I we agree all agreed with, the yeah Bush I agreed yeah <laughs> and he said like Obama and all that other shit but um, that's not like what else like would you say that you took away from from that because I mean he was talking about. You know, um, a lot of things. Um, and actually, who? And before you do that, who was the moderator of this? Like the interviewer. I don't remember. The old guy. He was actually on yeah. point. I actually liked him better than Lester Holt. Like I like him. <laughs> After Lester Holt did that, um, did the uh, uh, what is it when the they debates? the debates? I I don't like him. I don't like him. I, I don't have a favorable that, opinion. But they act like I, I think that's unfair. Trump is not a candidate you can control in a debate. No, but he. No I feel like there was, was things that he could. Do. I feel like this guy, this this uh, interviewer that interviewed Steve Bannon, like he was, you know, because he was like he was getting at like you. You having a liberal fantasy right now? <laughs> Your liberal <laughs> wet dreams is so apparent. Well, also like he said, with, my liberal uh, wet dreams. <laughs> yeah, like with um sixty minutes, they can control the editing, right? That so is like true, it's yeah. gonna and it's a, like a more intimate environment. Like yeah. if I'm speaking one on one with you instead of like you're on a stage and you just get with to speak crowd, whatever yeah. with a crowd, like you know. Trump's masterful at doing yeah. that. So the one part that I actually um, there was one uh, one of many stumbles that Steve Bannon did, but it was when the interviewer actually went ahead and asked him. He said, um, you know, uh, about the uh, white supremacists and if if Trump, uh, you know, has denounced them or whatever the case is, and and. Uh, he was he stumbled over that question and then of course you know reneged and was like oh you know well no, Trump did uh, Trump did you know denounce them and David Duke and they do their same spiel where they're just like you know well, well forget about him he doesn't matter and things of that nature and you know but he clearly does and and of course he was the, also the interviewer is trying to get at his base at Donald Trump's base being those white supremacists but Steve Bannon is like the working class people that he has done actually absolutely nothing for. Like I mean, uh, Bannon cultivated this space for him. Yeah, Breitbart, come like, on now. This is Breitbart is probably the more leftist side of that extreme right, <laughs> but it's still the extreme right. Yeah, I mean, have you guys uh, read that article by Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, the first white president? No, I, I, I haven't. I haven't. I think I read parts of it. It's Charlie a, Rose is the interview guy's name. Sorry. Okay, I mean, it's a great article, and it's it's talking about. He goes into, like, the history of the quote-unquote white working class, where he's like, that's always just been a code word for, like, being able to kind of, like, foster why white people shouldn't be in these predicaments. So, like, if you look at um, the opioid epidemic, right? Oh, yeah, that's big. While while black people got jail time and scorn, yeah. all of a sudden, when it happens to white people, oh, we need to think about the think white about, working yeah. class. Yeah. And it's because, like, when we see them on opioids, it's like, oh, wait, that's not supposed to happen. While when it happens to black people, it's like, oh, that, that kind of makes sense. You yeah. know, black people are supposed to be shiftless and lazy. And there like, you go. So it's like that kind of, like, code word. Um, I do, and I know this is, like, one of my more controversial um, opinions is, like, I do have a certain admiration for Steve Bannon because I think that if liberals would kind of take certain things that he says out of 
the the coded racist context as he puts no, them he in. No, he does make some good he makes national good, points. Like, for instance, when he said, when they were talking about drain the swamp, and he's like, the swamp's been there for 50 years. It's yeah. a business model. He said it's going to take it's like, like 10, it's gonna 20 take, years. Yeah. It's going to take like yeah. four administrations to get rid of that. What do yeah. you mean he didn't get rid of it? And I, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense no. that you're going to have to hammer at but that he, shit to get rid of it. But he um, blamed Mitch McConnell for saying, uh, you know, that uh, or from steering Donald Trump away from, because apparently it was McConnell and them that said, um, he and uh, he said this uh bannon said that um the republican establishment um is not uh didn't go with um you know the way that donald trump of course wanted to go through things and the whole drain the swamp thing he was like donald trump he's like he's like but it's not that but he was saying he was like you have to get you have to stop saying that he's like because like it's been there yeah he can't there you go he can't hire people he's like you can't keep he's like you have to stop this because we can't hire like the swamp map like he's over there filling up the swamp with like the spigot like there's no way he's going to get rid of that system he loves that system you're in the need to keep the system yeah he's like you don't talk in the mic you don't need the swamp you don't. No, no. But apparently they do. The swamp? No, you don't. No, McConnell does. No, McConnell does. Yeah. The money. That's because right now elections aren't publicly funded. If you simply made elections publicly funded, there'd be no need for the swamp, because then politicians wouldn't need to go around asking for fucking money to run their campaigns. That removes the swamp. It's a very simple fix. It's a really simple bill. <laughs> it's just that it's too much money circulating in that shadow realm of politics right now, and everybody's eating happy and fat. Yeah. And then, of course, also in um, in the interview, um, it's just really interesting in seeing Bannon's um, Bannon's viewpoint and, and everything. So, of course, we all know the grab the pussy line um, with Billy Bush and, and Donald Trump. And um, in that, of course, Charlie Rose. So basically, Bannon says, end quote, I'm actually reading this from Slate. He said they, of course, the voters don't care. So he was like, they don't care. And then Charlie Rose is like, they don't care about the respect for women. And he and Bannon said they do. But and then and then Rose is like, and it's not just locker room talk. And of course, Bannon is like, yeah, no, it's just locker room talk. Billy Bush um, thing is locker room talk. Billy Bush Saturday to me is is a litmus test. When you side with a man, you side with him. OK, the good and the bad. You can criticize him behind closed doors. But when you side with him, you have to side with him, and that's what Billy Bush, um, Billy Bush weekend showed me, or whatever the case is. So I it's think just that's like, like another instance crazy. where Bannon is correct that like the majority of America is sexist. Do you think they really care about Trump running around grabbing? Uh, they did it. Like, I mean, they did it afterwards. You saw the votes, like you know, what I'm saying, like even with like Clinton and the whole Monica Lewinsky scandal, he was never more popular until after that scandal. Yeah. Like, if you really look at the American public, like, he knows that, but he knows he doesn't. And, like, one of the things I think is interesting if you're watching the Bannon interview is you can't think about it as him just telling the truth. He's pushing a narrative, and he's trying to position it correctly to make Donald Trump look better. So when he gets on there and he's like, oh, well, you know, like, people do care for the respect of women. Like, he knows he has to say that, but his initial assertion that it's they like, didn't no, care about that, really care. that was his real strategy during the campaign. He's like, nobody's going to care about this. You see what happened at Fox News where almost all of the uh, the newscasters apparently had some sort of um, – uh, uh, lawsuit against them in regards to um yeah like like indecent like not indecent exposure but like touching or whatever the case is um sexual harassment yeah. um, cases another one another <laughs> another one it's like the DJ Cali like, another, another one, one. Yes. I don't know what happened at Fox but lately they can't keep none of it the, they kept all this shit under wraps for twenty years now they can't keep nothing under wraps everything's not a damn out. everything's coming out and they said that um also in the um in this interview with Steve Bannon. Charlie Rose is saying that it's uh, it's unprecedented in regards to how many leaks are coming out of the White House, and he actually said, and um, if you actually uh, enlighten me on this, that he said that Steve Bannon actually leaked some shit too. Oh, of course he was. What was he leaking? All that stuff about like um, was it McMaster? Mc, I don't know. On the Security Council, he was attacking them. Um, a lot of stuff that was coming out about Jared Kushner. That was all probably Steve Bannon. I okay. mean, like, if Yo, you look at, like, yeah. the, the, uh, the, the party line that Breitbart was pushing, 
you know that's all Steve Bannon. Yeah, yeah. Like we never talked about the lawyer. Trump's lawyer wants Jared Kushner to step down. Oh, I heard about that. Oh, I didn't hear about that that's shit. That's big right now. Yeah. Because there's always so much shit. With that's the Trump. thing. There's so much shit. Yeah. But like I was telling somebody about that too. Like shit when yeah. you talk about Trump. Somebody was like, "Did you hear that shit about about Trump?" And I'm like, "All right, so what what else is there? I mean, is this something new? Did this shit just happen? Like, was this last week that we're just finding out some shit now? <laughs> you know? Um, and then also, I'm just kind of going through this Bannon thing because so many things are coming to me right now and just kind of going through it. Um, but of course, he said James Comey, but he also spoke on DACA. And um, I mean, granted, in regards to like what he said was that um, what he would have done was just allow their um, visas to run up and then they would self deport, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah he said self deport. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, yeah. I, one of the things I thought that Bannon said that was kind of interesting was that when he was talking about how um, Trump like doesn't like to antagonize Russia. Yes, and, thank you. I'm glad and, you said that. Yeah, and it was thank like you. it was thank one of those. Uh, <laughs> yes, thank you for bringing this up. It was one of those moments where people are like, "Oh yeah, like he should criticize Russia more." And he's like, "Why do you want another Cold War?" But he he's argues like, with everybody. He always has an enemy. He was like, "Oh, why do we need another enemy?" Because he always has an enemy. Yeah. That's that, that. I'm glad that you brought that up. No, like I, I get that message. But when he was like, we had to spend what, like twenty billion dollars updating our nuclear arsenal, and he's like, would that rather be With, done? Um, yeah, yeah, like in Ohio yeah. and in Chicago than it is updating a bunch of nuclear weapons that we really don't need to update because if we launch ten of them, everybody's dead. So like I like Shit. some of the things like when they talk about a lot of the times of just this kind of populist message where we really just need to kind of focus on America, focus on. You know, building it's infrastructure and things message. like that. I don't think that's the wrong. I just think the way he applies it a yes. lot of times is yes. like, you know, where he's going after. But like, even like one of the things he said when he was like, because like when he was talking about DACA, and he's like, people are going to self deport, and what we need to do is think about America. And then he goes back and he's like, and I think this is for everybody who's in America right now. Yeah. He's like, all races, colors, creeds, yes. sexual orientation. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I don't care as long as you're a citizen in the yeah. United States. <laughs> Lies. And I'm like, that's kind of like, I'm seeing that's a nationalistic statement. Yeah, like if you look at everything he said, he's never really like I don't I don't find that to be a lie. But he think do you think he believes that? Like I think he really is just against anybody else coming into the country. So like I, I don't I don't know. Some of the stuff I like when I listen to him, I just think like if you just could take all the like racism and kick everybody out else out, he has some kind of valid points that you could use as Democrats to run elections. But it's not even <laughs> he had his main hatred is immigrants. Yeah, that's one topic in our maybe seven to nine major topics that govern our country. You know what I'm saying? That really is one thing. And I think what the Democrats are going to learn with Trump right now is they may have an opportunity to negotiate with someone who's not so hard set in old conservative philosophies. Because I believe it just said that Trump's willing to compromise on the wall to help Dems pass amnesty. Oh yeah, he wants um he wants DACA passed. He said he said that if they don't do it in six months, that he may do it himself. Oh shit! Like he may just put the executive action back in place because he knows like it has like a seventy five percentage like approval rating. Like, approval rating. Like he doesn't want to get rid of that. Like nobody in America wants to get rid of that. So but he's I, like, I, it's just like I, a couple heartliners. Is going to pass it? I don't think so. Probably not. So they're definitely not going to pass it if they know you're going to extend it. <laughs> and uh and also um Bannon was basically saying in regards to the leaks he was like you know who Donald Trump is and if you didn't like it you don't leak anything just resign that's I, what he was saying he was like if you can't take it like this is the establishment this is what he's gonna do if you don't like it don't leak but resign and that's when of course Charlie Rose was like well you're leaking shit yourself what are you talking about and he resigned but i almost like agree though like what is it cohen like he needs to like don't leak stories every other week about how you're rubbing your hands together and how you're so disappointed and how like you can't stand what he's doing no like do something bold like resign and start snitching like don't sit there and like hope you become head of the fed and then when you don't because he that's why he stayed in there he wanted to become head of the fed and then they didn't give that to him so now he's just kind of stuck on the trump train and once the Trump train is over, you're not really going anywhere after that. So um, it's not even a good decision for you career-wise. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was that was actually some big stuff there. Um, 
we'll see exactly what comes about if there anything else really comes about about star about um steve banning uh but we're gonna actually go to uh Farrah real quick and uh go we're gonna start stargazing real quick looking up at the sky because here in new york i uh, actually was really nice today um so of course we don't have any storms I, I'm, I'm wondering if the harvey i mean the irma reciprocal or whatever you want to call it is going to come around and, and and come to new york by next week i hope not but what do we got in uh in our stargazing uh, telescope? Today's stargazing is gonna focus around two of our telescopes, one forthcoming and one that's been in play for about twenty years. Uh, right now we have a, a satellite called Sasquatch that's been orbiting around Saturn and taking pictures of the rings and the moons there. As some people may know, there's a moon around uh, Saturn called Titan that has a uh, liquid like methane oceans or something, but they could possibly have life on it in some kind of no fashion. All right. So that's always kind of exciting. Uh, but in a couple of days, I think Friday, they're going to crash this satellite into the planet and get some final pictures crashing into Saturn. So oh shit. So they're just like fucking sacrifice almost <laughs> like gods. a Japanese. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Just crash uh, that shit in there. And the second story is the Hubble, the new uh, Webb, Webb, uh, James Webb uh, Space Telescope. Uh, that's going to be the most advanced planet life uh, seeking telescope we've ever made. It's going to be able to tell us if planets are habitable or not. Uh, test out some of the parameters that we've gotten from some of the earlier Hubble telescope uh, feedback. Uh, Hunt, so this is like a new and improved Hubble new telescope. New and improved. It has like mirror size tennis court mirrors on it. That's oh, huge. Damn. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, okay. We're gonna they're they're going to send it first to explore two other, the two moons that we most likely suspect will have some kind of life on in our solar system, All right. which would be Europa, which orbits around Jupiter. And it's like an ice planet with like an ocean underneath. But the volcanic activity shoots glaciers. And rocks and ice into the atmosphere. Yo, that's kind of dope. Instead of shooting really like cool. lava and magma and shit, that is very true. It's actually shooting like. But if we're doing the math, volcanic ocean. That's kind of how we got life here. I feel you. So there's a good chance that that could that could spawn something. Under that ocean. <laughs> that could spawn something. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, Pharaoh, again, thanks for that stargazing moment. Uh, of course, we are now going to take a break. And uh, I just wanted to go ahead, and we actually want to go ahead and uh, play for you uh, this song um, when I was just uh, SoundCloud surfing. Um, actually, if this thing is actually going to decide to load for me so I can play it for everybody. Um, this artist is really dope. I actually just stumbled, as I said, just uh, stumbles across. Um, here is, this is Jaybird with the song Happy Go Lady. y'all again that was jaybird or uh, this is jaybird again on soundcloud go ahead and check him out um a very dope uh producer i just stumbled upon um so here we are on our deep dive i'm actually going to go ahead and kick it to s dot talking about uh burma Nobel peace prizes and um 9-11 yeah yeah so um you know a couple of days ago or what was it? Yesterday. Yesterday was the 16th anniversary of 9-11. And after 9-11, a lot of stuff happened. You know, we went to war with uh, Iraq. We went to war with Afghanistan. And one of the interesting things was that President Obama was criticized a lot because he didn't want to use the term radical Islam when describing Islamic 
terrorism or you know terrorist extremists in the Middle East. So one of the questions I wanted to propose to the group is, do you think that Obama should use the term, or do you think that the government should use the term um, Islamic extremists, or should they just call them like Middle Eastern terrorists, or what do you think about the language that he uses when speaking about that? Um, Farrell, go ahead. I'm going to let you go first because I'm trying to formulate my thought. I mean, it's our generation, it's Pearl Harbor. I think we'll never forget those moments. I think it's also important to remember how we were swindled as a people into a second war that had nothing to do with the original war we started. <laughs> yeah. No, but so, like, what would you say um, about the term, like, Islamic yeah. extremism? Yeah, extre- like, like what, should you what call Obama like, the terrorists? Was, yeah, I mean, does a lingo... Does a lingo does it really matter? Yeah. I think it only matters when you realize that they use it in their propaganda videos to recruit. <laughs> so if you're trying to actively keep them from recruiting, yeah. then, yeah, it helps. <laughs> I mean, because, like, that was uh, Obama's general... That was his um, idea. He basically said, like, what is the point of me using that when we're trying to get allies over in that region yeah. and we're kind of criticizing but, the whole... And have you seen uh, ISIS's uh, media game? It's lit. Yeah. yeah. No, it is. It's ridiculous. Like, it's they'll re- play like that they, Yeah, they have, America's like... coming to take you out. <laughs> Look at them calling us Islam is extreme. Like, they play it like that, that they're basically just saying all Islam is extreme. So that's how they get you to like. Yeah. How they recruit their soldiers and shit. Exactly, so, and then you know. and then everything, of course, that the American people do in in uh, in regards to trying to fight ISIS, like they use that as their propaganda to you yeah, know their propaganda to, to get more. Yeah, they're probably exactly right now. Well, do you guys think it's um? Do you think religion is an important part of it? Yes. So do you think yes. like the yeah. Reli- yeah, it's important. Yeah. Like I hate when people yeah. tell me it's not. Like don't you? That's wrong. why people are against people, it right now. People yeah. have different reasons for killing each other. But this is a religious reason for killing each other. Yeah. If without the religion, there would be no need to kill. No, that's true. I agree. I but I also agree. do agree with the fact that this problem is not or originally caused by religion, but it's caused by the change in climate in that region. Mm-hmm. Crops suffered horribly in the 10 years leading up to the conflict. Mm-hmm. Balance. It's not just political. There's agricultural uh, um factors behind all of this too yeah i mean i think people are uh, a little bit less extreme in times of prosperity i mean if you yeah. look at places like france if you look at even like the u.s the majority of people are not very religious and it's because you have a lot of other stuff going on where if you don't have yeah if you if you're starving all of a sudden like you Faith know religion very is strong. very strong um <laughs> where people are hungry religion is strongest <laughs> like it's like an unquestionable link between the two especially in the modern age when you have information and technology out the ass I mean, Steve, I'm sorry to go back to the Steve Bannon thing, but he did say something about religion and talking about the Pope and how it is a... Well, <laughs> said sorry. some crazy shit yeah. about, like... About like the, the Pope and how the Catholic Church actually, of course, makes money off of, uh, off of immigrants. immigrants, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit. So just talking about, you know, the religion aspect of things and i mean yeah. I'm sorry and also the joe olstein thing i'm sorry i mean <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's southern that's southern jesus don't forget that is southern jesus but you know i mean religion plays a huge part uh in this i mean and this is from since what damn like the the dawn of man if you want to say like no. all of no like no. all of the not wo- in political no conflicts okay. religion started playing a huge role in political conflicts until you had the rise of monotheism mm. mainly the christians and the what Jews what what, of, what time period would Jews that be? Kind what time of, would you but say? the Christians really uh after after um Constantine. So right before the fall of the original Roman Empire. Yeah. Okay. And then the rise of the Christian Roman Empire. So that that era right there. It's about two two thousand twenty five hundred years ago. Oh, okay. No, it wasn't that long ago. Okay. All this is very recent. That's the other thing I try to tell people. Like, in the full context of human history, this shit we got going on right now is so new. Is it really? It's mad new. Yeah. You had pagans and gods and temples for almost 10,000 years. You've only had this for maybe two. Two years. Goodness. Like, no, it's, that's a real context. I mean, I, like, I, I, I believe But that you. just shows you how... Yeah, like, I think uh, perspective is key because, like, you, you're right. Like, monotheism and kind of, like, going to war with, like, other religions and stuff like that is kind of a very new concept. But I think if you look at a lot of different different 
um, conflicts, especially in the Middle East, they go back hundreds of years. And I think people think that like they're gonna come and solve them in like a you know like a, a four year period, like, period, eight like year the, period. the yeah. conflict between the Jews and the the Gentiles. Yeah, that's been going on for yeah, that's been going on for like three religions now. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure religion in that range area has changed like three times, but yeah. that conflict has not. And at huh. one point, one group did kick the other group out. No, they keep kicking each other out. No, 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 no. Are you talking about what? No, like, no, no. Like, the Jews originally, eventually got kicked out of the that land. And then the United Nations put them back after the end of World War II. Oh, upsetting yeah. the entire balance of human human law. <laughs> like, you had to conquer, you sell your planet. Never has a group of countries forced another country to split itself to make a new country. That is extreme. Well, and, and that's a violation, what religion, that's what religion a violation does. of yeah. all history. Yeah. It wasn't religion. No. That was just... Well, I mean, I think that, that annoyance to the max you, degree. Like you had to, it was like we're done with this Hitler shit. Like we can't, we had to do something. Yeah, that situation is like a little way. bit more because like that was a British territory at the time, and they put it them back in there. It wasn't like. Like, it was a Palestinian nation, but it was also, like, run by the British. Like, the British was like, you can come live in this part of our empire, basically. They were the rulers of the Like, land. it was, like, a douchebag thing to do to put them in there and then be like, okay, you guys Now you guys got to bounce. Like, you don't have like, to go, but you got to get the hell out of here. That's what they told them. I don't know. Like, anytime I'm looking at this situation, I think it's kind of hard because you have to look at the difference between strategy and truth. And I think calling them Islamic terrorists is truthful, but it's not strategically helpful. Um, and I think that what Obama was trying to do was he was trying to be strategic in that, you know, that aspect. And he also is like a democratic politician. So not saying Islamic terrorism is something that's and going to score intellectual. points. So it's just kind of like a difficult. Yeah, I mean, that's another him. thing I would give it to him is that, yeah, he's Obama's an intellectual. He's like, he's going to be PC the entire time, <laughs> like not gonna, even probably at I'm home when no, nobody's enemy, around him. Yeah, I'm not going to give my enemy more fuel. Against yeah, me. like that's yeah. what Obama was thinking. Yeah, which is not wrong. But the Republicans I, are cowboys and they're like, Woo-ha, bang, bang, fuck bang. this. Yeah. Come in trying to be. Yeah. Don't give the enemy nicknames. <laughs> call it what it is. Bang, bang, bang. Like, that's not how you can. They only want to call certain. That's things. why. That's why they only want to call certain things what it is and other Facts. things not you know yeah, that's why we still yeah. we have white terrorism and they they don't want to uh, they can't call, even it call that terrorism yeah they don't want to call that domestic it's white terrorism heritage. yeah <laughs> Fuck out of here. No, i mean like one of the things i think is like kind of relates to two stories so as um dj bell talked about in the beginning we were going to talk about burma a little bit and one of the things i do find very interesting about this story is that so the persecuted minority in that country are the Muslims. They are, um, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this right, but they are the Rohingya Muslims population there. And Burma is a majority Buddhist country. And right now there are Buddhist monks who are running around burning down villages and murdering Muslims. Monks? Yeah, Buddhist monks. You are would running think that they were like tranquil this. and peaceful and no, murdering something set them off. Damn. It's a, it's a very What happens to the ones that don't talk or they're, and that they're peaceful and they different place. They they and meditate like thirty six <laughs> hours a day. So a lot <laughs> of <laughs> Granted there's only twenty four hours a day, but still a lot of Buddhists. It's you know like there's a lot of Muslims, like there's a lot of Buddhists, and yeah. there are. And so, like, I remember, like, when Bill Maher had the whole controversy where he was trying to, you know, talk about how um, Islam has this problem, whatever. And one of the people um, who was on his show, his retort was like, "He's like, there's Buddhist monks who are running around slaughtering people. So, like, you know, you can't blame a specific religion. But yeah. I, I do think that religion plays a certain part in this. So, like, if you look at the situation in Burma. Basically, what happened was during World War II, the British were kind of evacuating the country because the Japanese were coming in. Okay. And they decided to create a certain buffer. So they gave the Muslims in that country guns, and they were like, fight the Japanese. And, huh, and who is it that they gave them guns? The British. The British, okay. But the, the British really are, internationally, they're kind of the start of a lot of our problems of right problems. now. Oh, wow. Like, their colonial empire pulled out very roughly. Like, it pulled <laughs> out we? nothing all over the place. Oh, like it <laughs> is Little secure. problems just starting all over and the it, place. it got on whose face? <laughs> everybody, everybody, yes. everybody but there. So we're all like, of, what the fuck? A little bit of Africa, a little bit of India, a little bit of Middle Asia. Like, it got all over the Everybody's place. like, what the fuck? America, like. <laughs> you <laughs> a bitch motherfucker over here. <laughs> One of the biggest problems is, like, they put groups together that are not supposed to be together so anyway Facts. they yeah they so they gave 
the Muslims guns. And what the Muslims did, instead of fighting the Japanese, they fought the Buddhists. Um, With so, these monks that are burning down villages. Well, before, they weren't doing that at the time. Because you have to understand, first of all, before the rise of Islam, most of the areas today controlled by Islam were Buddhist countries or Buddhist-leaning faiths. Okay. So Buddhist. Islam rose out of burning down Buddhist temples <laughs> and this. So these mother, these monks that I it's had, an it, old you're problem. not gonna keep burning a, shit down. Pretty much they got it. they got fed up. They're like, this is the. We said we're not yeah. turning the it's, other cheek this time. It stops here. <laughs> it's kind of like a. It's one of those stories where like you thought you were in charge and then all of a sudden like shit changes on you. Yeah. Because like they were shooting at the the Buddhists and then all of a sudden the war <laughs> the ended. Started shooting at them. Yeah, the war ended and Burma became its own country. So they were like oh um bangladesh used to be a part of pakistan and that was a muslim country so they were like hey so you guys are gonna help us out against these buddhists right and they were like no we're no, not going we're into not, burma we're not doing that and they're because like wait that, what yeah <laughs> they're like wait so they tried to do it on their own and burma was like no you're not going and then after a military junta they basically they're the largest stateless group so there are millions of them and they do not belong in burma and no. they try to go back to bangladesh and bangladesh is like no no you can't come no you have to stay over there what so like that, yeah. Like the tables turned so on. Now they like we can't. Core. Oh damn! Um, because so, it is still a predominantly Buddhist country. Oh yeah, it's like totally like Buddhist. The the Islam is a uh, something that showed up a little while ago. <laughs> so it's just like one of those um, situations. So like the the leader of the country, um, An San Suu Kaya, she was given the Nobel Peace Prize in like 1991 because basically the country had been taken over by this military junta that got rid of the Muslims' um, status as citizens, and she was fighting against the military junta. So eventually, she was able to become, you know, bring that country to democracy and start running that country. And everybody was like, "Oh yeah, this is great. She's gonna, you know, heal all the divides." And <laughs> she does not say shit about what happens to those Muslims. They're like, "Hey, can you speak out about this?" She's like, "No." She doesn't say anything about it. So, like, people are really angry at her now because, like, she's not calling out that group. Wait, wait. For... Didn't she give them citizenship? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, part of the problem is, like, the, the military owns, I think, 25% of the seats in, like, Congress. And they own, like, the National Security Council or something like that. Like, she can't do much to stop these people from going out and murdering. Oh, um, so she's kind of. the military sided with the Buddhist. Yeah, like it's 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 a difficult situation for her, but at least like yo, if you said something, maybe it would be helpful. And <laughs> she she's said, like, no, she said, I'm not gonna get my neck chopped. Yeah, I know they're not gonna come after <laughs> me and burn my, my business. Yeah, <laughs> they gonna come after me. You gonna have them come after me, and burn Take my. Take them house back out. to Bangladesh yeah. if you want to solve the fucking problem. Y'all talk don't to be, them. Go talk don't to don't Bangladesh. Bring me in this. <laughs> yeah, that's the official stance, did y'all not? Man. Did y'all not know we had a military government a little while ago? We got this. Count your blessings, not your curses. Yeah, once too much. <laughs> that's the official stance. So like these guys are not Burman citizens. <laughs> they are Bangladeshi um, illegal immigrants. That's what they call them. Illegal immigrants. They call them illegal immigrants from Bangladesh. And, Bangladesh and they should go back. Like, they not our people. And they're like, no, no. So then, not. where? Hold on. So now that nobody's claiming them, they're not like Maxine Waters. They're not reclaiming. The Brutus is wiping them out. Yeah, basically, oh, like, like Damn. no one. You don't belong. Nobody cleanse. Yeah. It's, it's one of those situations where, like, they're like, oh, because, like, the Muslims, they are, like, you know, they're tired of getting, like, murdered. So they're going to have, like, the jihadist movement, and they try to do stuff like that. But and they're that not pissed dealing. The, that pissed the Buddhist off. Yeah, because they're not dealing with, like, the Americans, right? Like, they're dealing with, like, another country. And they're like, oh, you're going to shoot 12 of us? We're just going to burn down your villages. Damn. And you can have their videos of Buddhist monks being like, oh, no, they're, they're burning down their own villages. They're just making all of this up. Like on TV, like it, it's these motherfuckers. Buddhist calm. No, no, they did don't this, mess with these they Buddhist did this monks to themselves. Yeah, they burnt themselves up. I don't. I don't like know you know, you really about. had to do something fucked up to piss off Buddhists. Like Buddhist monks. Like monks. they sit around all day trying to reach enlightenment, and then yes. they got up up the enlightenment like a white people off the <laughs> scourge of the and planet. And then to like, say, you know, they, they did this onto themselves. They did this onto themselves. We didn't do anything that they didn't put that they didn't put themselves in. So. Universe sometimes has to clean up. <laughs> it happens. Look, if they put their karma out there, karma comes back. So hey, hey. I don't. I can't control the karmic flow of the oh, fire. Shit. If it goes back into your village, it goes. I don't know. So, what happens. so these people. Um, so now these people are trying to take back her Nobel Peace Prize that happened back in 1991. You can't take Obama's Nobel Peace Prize because yeah. after he, he started blowing people up with drones. You can't take it well, back. You can't bro. take it. It's for your work that you did the previous year. Right. That's not anything that you did present. And so she's you got still, it. You got she it. She still did something good. It's not a military government no more. Yeah, hey. I mean... 
that that Islam Buddhist some have problem, to be spared. So what, what what's that word? That. So it's when some have to ca- uh, casualties of war. That's what. No, it is. Bangladesh needs to just take its people back. <laughs> they but said they're not no, even that. <laughs> they said nope. Because they're not like really even like Bangladesh. It's just like there's been so much like back and forth within that region. Like those people were kind of like always there. It was just like it kind of was they like one of the situation. Three hundred years though. I mean, there was still there was like a strong, but it's it's a very long history. Like I could only encompass it from like past World War Two. Like it's an interesting history though. If you wanna, if you wanna. We'll have more it. of that on can, our Facebook. Can, yeah, yeah. You dive into that. We'll have more on that Facebook. But um, yeah. I just think it's an interesting situation though, because a lot of times we kind of like I think liberals side with like just brown people instinctively. Yes. So they're like, Oh, Muslims are the oppressed group. But I'm like, in a lot of the world they're not. They are doing very is, well in Saudi is, Arabia this is outside, and Iran. And like if you look at This is outside of uh, of the United States. <laughs> yeah, like if you look in the world, it's a think very different situation. Yeah. Then you have these situations where like they're you may by, not like, side with Buddhist, certain people, or like you know, like it's just weird. So like I, you know, it's a terrible situation though for them. Like they, they are literally just like walking down the road trying to get into other countries, and they nobody have no food, no water, nobody wants them, nobody's taking care of them. And it's just so a, they're it's like a very they're like Colin Kaepernick. It's slightly worse. They don't have millions of dollars, and well, that's true. And they're you know, yeah, some people are being. And they don't have different. Buddhist monks trying to kill them. Yeah, that's very true. You don't want Buddhist monks he to, just has to tiki come out of their meditation. Him. There you go. <laughs> um, so that is actually going to be it for us here at the Get Up Podcast, brothers. Go ahead and give your social media handle s dot. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so you know, always go check out the blog, um, sroan.com. That's s r o a n e dot com. Um, this week I went a little bit deeper into the fact that we need to stop uh, doing the whole thoughts and prayers thing and start heading to the ballot box. Um, that'll do a lot more for you than praying that your place stop flooding when they Thanks. build some infrastructure for you. So, um, you can check that out, Pharaoh. Yo, as always, Pharaoh Rod Odin. You can catch me on Instagram. The meme game is popping. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure that Pharaoh gets better because of course he's uh he's coming under the weather as a lot are uh, are are actually in here in New York. I just know that weather changes up cuz I mean I'm and and this is another thing and before we go um fucking summer was like it was like a light switch and it just said September 1st click done done. <laughs> Potty done. The trees already brown. Yeah, potty done. <laughs> like it, summer was summer was over. Like I just started taking out my 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 winter clothes because in the morning, I mean, which is interesting. Today it was Freezy. eighty, but then in the morning it's like 40, 50 degrees. Yeah, You're man. like, I don't even know what the fuck to do. Early fall, cold mornings, cold evenings, hot afternoons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget, we have our uh, Instagram up. We're of course going to be um, you know make sure you friend us at the Get Up Podcast. Uh, all one word. Make sure you friend us. I am uh, DJ Bellevue across all social media. Come and find me. Again, this is the Get Up Podcast. Get up, get out, and get some deuces. Boom.